Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. Welcome to Quiz the Diz. I'm so glad you're here this week, and i got to tell you about a recent phone call that I had with my wife. I had called her and just asked her this simple question, have I completely lost my ability to communicate? Now, it wasn't with her. It was with a couple of people that I dealt with in my business. And I'll tell you the story here in just a minute. But as that great actor Strother Martin said in Cool Hand Luke, What we've got here is failure to communicate. So here's what happened. I had a business where I go around and do auditing work for a fairly large firm. And before I go, I send a long email out. And it starts with, hey, I'm going to be there so-and-so day. Here are the things that I need. And it's very specific. It's line by line. There are bullet points. It's not too long. I said it's a long email. It's really not. It's probably, oh, a two-minute read if you took it to read that way. Well, I went to this one particular place, and it was as if they had never even seen the email. Now, I knew they had because they'd responded to me about when I was going to be there and what I needed and so on. But I needed a set of data, and it was quite extensive set of data, and they had no idea how to get it, how to get it to me, how to, nothing. It was just not done. And so it kind of made me scratch my head. It's like, okay, I know that I gave them several weeks to get this ready, and I know that the system that they use does that kind of work, and will put it out. But they didn't hear me. They didn't communicate with me. So I... That kind of made me scratch my head. I mean, I don't know what I said wrong. A couple of weeks later, I was at another place doing another type of work, and I had done pretty extensive examination of this guy's files and gave him a report of the things that I'd found. And I told him, I said, these are the things that I found, and here's the report. And he goes, well, now, I've already done all that. Well, there was no possible way he could have done any of the stuff that I'd done because When it's done before I get there, I can't even see it. So there was no possible way that he'd done it, but he was insistent. And he's like, no, here, let me show you. So he takes me over to this system and he shows me in the system the work that I had just completed. And I'm like, yeah, I know I just did that. No, no, no. They always do this and they do that. As a matter of fact, those particular things don't even show up until two or three weeks later, which is not true at all ever. I've been doing this work for, I don't know, almost 20 years, and it's never been true that if I did this particular piece of work, that the results of that piece of work wouldn't show up for two or three weeks. It was always immediate that I knew I was going to get that piece of work done, and it was always immediate that I knew that it had been successful, but he was insistent. And so finally, I'm not much of one. I know this will be a shock to many of you, but I'm not much of one to be a smart aleck. And I finally said to him, sir... I'm afraid you're 100% wrong. Now, that to me communicated how I felt. But he couldn't accept that. He was like, no, I know I'm not wrong. I know this. And I'm, so I finally just dropped it because I knew I wasn't going to win the argument just by saying, you know, I got 20 years of experience and this is how it's always worked. And you're just not right about this. Let me teach you. That was kind of my point. I wanted to show him how to avoid these 
errors in the future because every time he made that error, it cost him 250 bucks. I didn't want him missing that. I mean, it was nice for me to make money off of it, but I wanted him not to miss it. That's kind of how I do my business. If I can help you now, you're going to have me back in and let me help you again later because people make mistakes. They just do. So um, finally, I was able to present to him a report showing that, yes, he had done some of this work in the past, and yes, it did show up the next week. It never showed up two or three weeks later. He was just mistaken, and, and I don't know whether I ever proved anything, and I don't think I'll do business with him again because nobody likes to be told that they're wrong, especially when they're wrong. And so it is, as Struther Martin said in Cool Hand Luke, a failure to communicate. And so that's why I called Nay. I'm like, have I completely lost my ability to communicate? Well, I've found out a few things that occasionally I'll have something in my head that I'm very clear about, and I try to communicate it very, very clearly. And sometimes I think I've communicated it clearly, and I absolutely have not. The other night, Nay asked me to print some labels for her business, and I said, how many do you want? And she said, oh, several. Now, several to me means five, six, seven, something like that. And I said, do you want five or six? And she said, no, no, just several, just two or three. And I'm like, well, okay, in my mind, several is not two or three. Several is more than two or three. Well, where she grew up and the school that she went to taught them that several meant more than three, but less than five. Now, I'd never heard that in my life. Or if I had heard it, I hadn't paid any attention. And so we weren't communicating then. Now, it turns out that she wanted two or three, and that's what I did. But it was, again, a failure to communicate. So here's what I've learned in, in trying to learn how to communicate, some keys that I've learned in my life, and maybe it'll help you. One is the most important part of communication is listening. Now, that can also be taken to reading. So you're listening to the other person. You're trying to discern what they want from their point of view. Most of the time when we're communicating with somebody, we're telling what we want from our point of view. But the important part about communication is that you listen to their point of view. So when I was having my run-in with this guy, I couldn't hear it from his point of view. And I had to stop and go, okay, I understand that he's wrong. How can I show him how to improve more than I can? How am I right? See, we always want to be right. I want to be right. I don't know anybody that doesn't want to be right. But a lot of times what happens is we get in our head that I'm right and you're wrong. And, and I mean, have you seen that happen in our country lately? Have you seen any people in our country like, oh, you're wrong? Well, wait a minute. Can we have a discussion about this? No, this is the way it is. Well, I'd like to have a discussion about it. No. Well, that's not communication. Uh, that's being a dictator. And I, I don't think that anybody wants to live in a dictatorship. We don't at our house. Uh, there is a hierarchy, you know, and typically when it comes down to financial decisions and stuff like that, writing out the bills and so on, I'm the one that does it. I take that responsibility, but Nay and I talk about it because all of our accounts are together. That's one of the things that, by the way, if you're married, that's very important to do is do not ever have separate accounts that neither of you know what's in the other one's accounts. And let me tell you why, because if you don't 
use it to hide stuff now because you really, really trust somebody. During a difficult time later, you may use it to hide something later. So my wife has complete access to all my cell phone records. She has complete access to all my email, all my websites. She can come and look and see what I'm doing at any time because I want to communicate to her that I am trustworthy. And one way to do that is by saying, listen, you do what you want. Here's what it. Here's an open book for me. As a matter of fact, we have an an app on our phones called Live 360, and it allows me to see where she is at any time, and she can see where I am at any time. And one of my aspects of my job that I'm away from home all the time. I won't say all the time, but I'm I'm away from home a lot, and I want Nay to know where I am. I want to communicate that to her. So when I talk about one of the first things to be Uh, cognizant of in communication is listening. That is listening to what's important to the other person, listening to see what they find important. The second thing is being succinct. Uh, We were having a conversation the other day with somebody and you ever get that look on your face? Like you've tuned out. I'm on another station now. I'm not even listening to you. Now, I see that occasionally in people that I'm telling a story to because, let's face it, occasionally my stories can go on a little bit. So I'm cognizant of that point. And as a matter of fact, I'm so cognizant of it, a lot of times I'll leave important data out that may need to be in there. So make sure that when you're communicating with someone that you're listening and that also that you're getting the basic facts in so they can make a good argument or a good decision on it. For instance, in this email that I sent to this one person, and I mentioned a few minutes ago, pretty detailed, but I found this out about email. Most people will read two or three lines. They don't want to read a lot. They want to read two or three lines. So I try to get in the first line or two. This is who I am. This is what I want. And then I go on from there. I may be more detailed later. Now, the converse of that is I don't want to get an email from somebody that is so long that I'm like, I'm just going to throw that out. I'm not even reading that. And I get those sometimes. Make your point and get away. As a matter of fact, one of the things about Quiz the Diz podcast is that I try to make them short enough that you can listen to them on your drive to work or maybe going to the grocery or something like that so that you're not like, oh, it's an hour and a half later and he's still talking. Yeah. And I, I I listen to podcasts that are longer sometimes. Matter of fact, a friend of mine does a podcast that's longer, and I'll listen to it when I'm in the mood to listen to it. But my podcast, I won't say you don't have to be in the mood to listen to it, but it is something that you can take in a 15-minute bite, and it's done with. I've got another friend of mine that does a, a music show on Live 365. And her idea is she wants to play the same show all week. So it's a two-hour show, and she wants it to play all week. That's 12 times a day. That's 84 times a week. That's a bunch. She wants to get her point across. So, But that's what she wants. She wants that communication out there over and over and over again. Well, here's what we found out with that show is that people listen to it once. They don't listen to it over and over and over again. They listen to it once. They listen to part of it. So we're making some decisions on it right now. How do we better communicate what we're trying to get across? There are other people that will get on a subject and that's all they ever talk about. Now, you know, on this podcast, I've talked about a lot of different things that are of interest to me and things that I think people need to know and that are succinct. You take the greatest storyteller of all time, and in my opinion, that was Jesus. He was very succinct in what he was saying. Now, he did leave you wanting to ask a question. 
And that's the final thing about a communication going on. So you've got to listen, you've got to be succinct, but you also have to leave the other person willing to or able to ask a question of you so they can get clarification and not get angry when somebody asks for clarification. Now, remember the email that I told you about earlier that was several lines long and that I sent it to the person at this one shop that I was working at and I got a note back, well, what do you really want? It, that was all in that email. And it was, take this out of your database, and I need this field and this field and this field. And I knew they were there. And they said, well, you need to be clearer about what you want. No, I didn't need to be clearer about what I wanted. They needed to read the whole email. Well, there's nothing that I could do about that. I just had to reiterate, oh, perhaps it got cut off or whatever. But it's the ability to be succinct and not get upset when somebody wants to ask a question. So going back to my example of Jesus, a great storyteller, would tell parables. And then when he would tell a parable, the crowd would be like, I wonder what that meant. But his disciples, he would explain it to. So sometimes when we're communicating, and this is true with me and Nay, I'll say something and then later Nay will ask me a question about, well, what did that really mean? And I can describe that to her, and I can go in a little more depth with her about that. So, uh, and I do that with other people too that will ask me, well, I don't understand what this meant. I don't know what exactly you meant when you said this. So I don't mind those kind of questions, and I can't, when I'm communicating with somebody, can't get offended when somebody doesn't understand you, unless you're, you know, in another country and you don't know that person's language. Which leads to one more thing. We went out to eat at a Mexican restaurant just the other day, and the person serving us spoke fluent Spanish. I don't. I think here's somebody making a living in a country where they don't speak the language, and yet they're making a living. And they're willing to try to communicate even when you don't speak the same language. So when you're having trouble understanding somebody sometime, and when you're failing to communicate, like Strother Martin said, look at it from this point of view. What am I not hearing? What have I not said to them? How can I be more succinct? How can I get my point across? And how can I not be offended when they ask me questions? So I just wanted to go over the ability to communicate with you a little bit today. I would love to hear from you about this. If you'd like to communicate with me, you can find me at quizthediz.com. Reach me there or at 614-382-2582. My email address is terry at quizthediz.com. Terry at quizthediz.com. I'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe to our podcast and be sure to rate it on your favorite podcast app. Remember, God has a plan for you and we're here to help you find it. The Quiz The Diz podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Our website is quizthediz.com or you can reach us at 614-382-2582. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz The Diz. Quiz The Diz.